Yeah, you think that... <laughs> We're all laughing. I've got a bit of intro music, which is in the background now. Hello, everybody. Lovely to um, get have you join us. We're, we're in the middle of a conversation and, and you called us. We were just laughing about a private joke. But um, it's lovely to have you with us and we're just sharing about what God is doing in us and has revealed to mm. us. And Rob, you, you, this is why I wanted to record it because Rob, you wanted something that you wanted to share. And it is not better than your stories, okay? <laughs> but because it, because it now, now it's really put me on the spot. And actually, and it really, <laughs> you know, can I just, just, just to give a bit of context, we were talking about raising the dead, okay? And so now, <laughs> but my story is just, is, is an account of what just it's, it's a small thing that actually God's been doing with me, and I don't fully understand <coughs> it. We've been talking about God working in us and through us, and just. And, and stepping back as well, haven't we? And, and letting God, Christ in us, in us working through us. That's partly what we're saying here, isn't it? And just and learning how to do that, learn how to walk in that. And that's part of the mind renewal process is not getting it. The, the theme we've heard, isn't it, in the last few weeks is getting ourselves out of the way. That's what I've heard anyway. Mm. In these situations in our life, to let God work through is to come to that point where I can't do it anymore. I'll step back. You do your bit, God. You're good. And so with that in mind, I was, um, God, God does, I don't really fully understand this at all, but if I meet someone for the first time, quite often what will happen is within a few days, I'll meet them again. All right. Now, I, don't, I don't expect this to sound normal. This is God. Okay. So this isn't like normal stuff, right? It doesn't make any sense, particularly not to, not to me wholly, but, but you can see a bit of sense in it and what God's trying to do. So that, that has happened probably 10 times in the last couple of years. I meet someone for the first time, and then within a week or even a few days, I meet them again. Well, I met a, I met a chap. Um, he was a friend of mine's son. He was mid-20s, I'd say. I met him at a house. I met him at his dad's house, actually, and we got chatting, and I just instantly clicked with him, instantly. There, there was a spiritual thing. I don't, I don't understand it, but I just clicked with a guy and chatted for 10 minutes or so. I knew I was going to see him again within a day. Now I don't I don't fully understand that either, and this is this is the truth. I was walking in, in town the next day. As I'm walking into town, I I got probably ten minutes before, and I think I was coming into town to meet you. But about ten minutes prior to getting into town, I'm walking in. I in here inside me, I just felt God say, "You're going to meet him." I'm like, "How does that?" Well, actually, I do. I did what you did. Or didn't do I didn't question it tell them tell them who you're talking to then oh to you're Steve because Steve got us a really good account of, of a story which isn't better than mine uh, <laughs> uh, 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 of how he how you didn't question what God was doing in you like a picture in your mind you didn't question you went with it and so I, I went with it uh, even though it didn't make particular sense so I walk into town you know what's going to happen I bump into him I haven't planned it I didn't tell him the day before I'm going to meet you. I walk into town and I meet and the guy. And I said to him, because as soon as God said that to me, that you're going to meet him, I started planning the conversation in my head that I was going to have with him. Wow. And I got there and I said to him, I blurted out, I said, I knew I was going to meet you. And I don't know what to say to you, but I know God set it up. And we just had a chat for maybe wow. 10 minutes or so and a really interesting conversation. He went away thinking what was that all about <laughs> i went away thinking what was that all about 
But the point being is that I didn't. I went along with it. Mm. I didn't think it was strange or weird, or I didn't. I didn't question what God's mm. doing particularly. Even I was just excited that He was using me. And you shared it with Him. You didn't. I did. You said you told Him that I God. Had, it out. Oh, yes, that's amazing because I think you know this is what we're talking about. Is you know being worried about what people are going to think about the spiritual things mm. that we say and do. Well, and it is linked in, isn't it? Because to what you said before we started recording, which was that you, you quoted, or you, you mentioned a verse where um, all the people who followed Jesus, wasn't it your, your teaching from the spiritual, pursuing spiritual maturity that yes. Andrew shared? Andrew Walmack's thing, yeah. About how, the G- about the power of God and how mm. that is how people will follow. That's yes. how people follow Jesus, was yes. because they saw the power that he walked in. And some yeah. didn't necessarily follow him for the right reason still, but they still followed him nonetheless. Mm. So actually, that's partly that's the theme here, isn't it? Is yeah. that mm. it's a supernatural thing that God is doing in and through us if we allow Him, and people are drawn to that. Yes, the, the righteous live by faith. Isn't yes, it? yeah, absolutely. It's not. It's not. So we are. We are. A, a, and God was talking to you about it earlier on. We are not normal. No. <laughs> so stop trying to be normal. No, yeah. don't don't be like everyone. You're not no, like everyone else. Everybody else is abnormal. Well, you could, if, if you want to use that terminology, yes, we are. We're the normal ones. They're the abnormal ones. But my point being, don't try and be like anyone else. Well, except Jesus. We're maybe. a holy nation, aren't we? We're a special spirit people. We are. We're we are nation. a set apart. Yeah, we're holy, we which means the word holy means set apart. It doesn't yeah. mean yeah. I do everything right. It means holy means to be set apart. You're you're set apart for God. That's what yeah. the word holy means. So we are mm. we are a set apart people for Him mm. to work through because He is in us and He defines. That's what defines a Christian. Romans eight six says, you know, if you if you uh, Romans eight nine it says if you're not if you haven't got His Spirit, you're none of His. Yep. So that so the fact that you've got the Spirit of God dwelling in you that means you that sets you apart from every yep. human on the planet. That's what makes you a believer. So it makes you a Christian. And, and the reality is that, that, that the, the supernatural God is in us, yeah. waiting mm. to be allowed mm. to be released mm. to touch other people's lives where they've been, um, what's the word, captured, where they've been imprisoned either yeah. by dynamic, demonic, influences yeah. or through sickness yeah or through thought processes yeah because we can share words of knowledge with them which about them that yeah. they will understand could only have come from god this is this is what is available to us this is what he wants mm. to do through it. it's not as if we've talked about this before it's not as if god's saying look i want to make this as hard as possible for you mm. you know because it shouldn't be easy you know <laughs> None of this should be easy. No, it's grace. Yeah. It's it, it is easy. Mm. It's resting. Yeah. In the sense that's what resting is. It's easy. My yes. yoke is light. Exactly. Yes. My burden is easy. Exactly. So we just let go and allow the power of God mm. to touch other people's lives. And our own lives, through us. Yeah. And our, in yes. our own bodies. Yeah. You know, like well, you're saying with your glasses. Yes. You we allow we have to learn how to allow God to work. And a lot of it is, um, is is by resting. We let him work in us by, by resting in the fact that it's okay. He's got us. He's healed us. He's set us free. Your body's going, yeah, but I'm not. But the word says we are. 
that's what I was sharing about Curry Blake's teaching yeah, about, that. which is wonderful testimony. Yeah. This is personal testimony of someone that's gone out on a limb, has gone to South Africa, and come back, and just as we've been describing, you know, all of a sudden he's, he has an influx of people wanting to know him. Why? Because they've seen the power of God well, don't you move through him and his, yeah, and his group. Don't you remember at the training we did? Um, I think it was the first one. It was definitely the first one. Whether you, yeah, you were there. We at the end, I I read through Romans eight and got to Romans eight eleven, where it says that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, He'll bring life to your mortal body. And I yes. read that out in front of maybe sixty, seventy people. And then we did an exercise based on that. So we just, so I just said, so just wait there so i've spoken that now that's that's the, the word of god that's truth that that same spirit that raised christ from the dead dwells in you you're born again i said to everyone you're born again so christ is in you so you let you now just rest there in that truth that god is in you god of the universe is in you right now and let him let that rest with you and let him bring life to because people there were sick there were lots of people who were yeah. sick at this conference so let the life of god in you flow through this you. wasn't the one at quab lane this was no this was before that yeah and yeah. as we uh, did you fall in love at new life which took over west end oh yeah Christian yeah of course it was yeah and, and life then church. Mm -hmm. the life church the life church down um, yeah, well, the, uh, the life center oh right by yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so 2014 yeah. 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 and so we spoke so we spoke that out and i and then we kind of had like a maybe 30 seconds about like an hour but 30 seconds of quiet just while people were kind of meditating and kicking that around in their heads eyes shut that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me and he'll bring life to my mortal body. And they were just resting in that. Christ in me, he'll bring life to my mortal body. So he brings life to this sickness. This sickness in me can't... And you could hear their, pro, their thought processes almost. And then at the end we said, how, how, what happened there? Did anything happen in any of the people? We're not trying to put words in people's mouths, but to give people an opportunity to share what they so thought really? God was doing. And one woman stood up and she said, as I was just... I shut thinking about that verse, Christ in me, bringing life to my body. She said, I, I've, I had problems in my throat. She said, and I felt like there was golden liquid being poured down my throat <laughs> and bringing life to my, yeah. bringing life to my body. Wow. And then it's gone. The pain's gone. Wow. Like, That's God. And, and why, why did it happen with only certain people? Because she was open. She was open to believing what that word really means. Whereas yeah. others would have perhaps struggled with it. Mm. But either form. way, that's not your problem. No, it's exactly right. <laughs> it's not your problem. It's beautiful, problem. isn't it? Mm. All you do is speak the word. That's yeah. actually what Jesus yeah. did. And the no exciting pressure. thing is, Absolutely. is, is the testimonies from that. Like, it reminds me of when I was doing communion in Kenya and God had, again had spoken to me about how to conduct communion, which I'd never done before. Um, and I'd always had problems with it at West End Christian Fellowship, by the way. But that's another issue. And he had, God had shown me what he wanted me to do. And so I just, we, we, we didn't have, we just got a loaf of bread and, and, you know, everyone got a little piece and we got some juice. And I said, right, I want everyone to take the communion together. And we took the body um, we took the, the bread and I then said now understand that what you're you're doing is you're you're eating the body of Christ that was broken for you 
the stripes that were put upon Jesus healed mm. you 2,000 years mm. ago. And I said, there'll be some of you, and this is where we've got to step out in faith. It's the same thing. Mm. There'll be some of you that are suffering from sickness. Okay. This is the West End Christian Fellowship? No, this was at Kenya. Oh, Kenya, church sorry. Kenya. Yeah. And I said, um, now, as you take this bread, some of you are going to be healed. Um, just a step of faith. And yeah. We went through all the process, and at the end of it, I said, right. I said, um, hands up anybody that could testify to healing. And three people put their put their hands up and testified. Wow. Wow. But mm. as they were taking communion, wow. and as they meditated on Isaiah 53, verse 5, and took it for, yeah. themselves, took it for themselves, they experienced a manifestation yeah. of what's wow. true in the Spirit in their in their body. Yeah. And, and and it's another example yeah. of this is the amazing thing things that God this is how God heals. It's not just through the laying on of hands, it's not just through speaking to the problem. Yeah. It's yeah. it's personal revel revelation. Yeah. We have been given salvation. Yeah. Which is wholeness. We were healed two thousand years ago. We have available to us divine healing, if we will believe it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. We don't need to to go to the elders and ask them to pour oil over us well, and pray the prayer of faith. The, the word salvation, as you say, it means whole, it means healed. It doesn't just mean sins forgiven. No. It really doesn't. It means no. the whole lot. So yes. you could argue if people aren't thinking about this and thinking about the born-again Christians if they're not thinking about the fact and acknowledging the fact that they're healed already and God's paid for it already then actually they're totally missing out on that yep. on, on if you like one part of salvation we just think salvation I don't know how it's got to that point maybe it's the enemy who's made us made us convinced that actually salvation is all about sins forgiven yes. going to heaven never God's intention wait <laughs> waiting, just just waiting that. for all those promises yeah. When we yeah, go to heaven, when we go to heaven, yeah. You know, and and Jesus said, you know, the kingdom is with is is for a start of it's within us. Yes. And he said, pray the prayer, the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, on earth, as it is in heaven. It's available to us now. Yeah. And we Christians, when we go and meet our father because of the way it works out there'll be no condemnation but no. we're going to in some fashion we're going to say how on earth did we allow ourselves not to believe that truth and yes. many people continue to suffer because we didn't obey god's word and we and this is where we take authority we have to take it um, responsibility for it. We chose not to believe what God's word says. Yeah. You see that we we pray that Lord's prayer. It's not a parent passion thing. There's meaning in it. It the point of that prayer was to show us what is available to us yeah. if only we would believe. Yeah. And this is what He's preparing for us now in this in this time that we're having together. It'll be the power of God which will be evident working through us that will bring people to join us.
Well, I, I'm giving God the credit for, for that. Ha what happened to me last night? That yeah. I, I was delivered from the violent man. Yes, okay? you and were. I, I mean, there isn't. It didn't feel spiritual, but it doesn't matter. You know, David was delivered. I think it was 23 times that that Saul was trying to kill him, and 23 times he was delivered. Mm. You know, and so he had fair play to him saying, "God has delivered me from the violent man." You know, because he was out to kill him. Well, he does that. Still. I love the way it's your son that had to that shared it with you. It was your son, wasn't it, that shared that with you? With what? With what? The, the violent man. No, no. No, 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 I just, I was the in... Biker. Oh, it was, you just had a... Yeah, yeah, I, just, I was thinking it through. Oh, for some oh. reason I picked up, I thought it was no. your, your son. I was, no, no, I was no. You're talking was, about the biker, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the biker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, the listeners won't be able to relate to that, but it doesn't matter. But, I mean, yes, I mean, these, what we're sharing here is supernatural experiences absolutely right rob, that, rob, that's it for the speaker rob took on the hell's angels yesterday and <laughs> <laughs> and they ran away no but we've all got those i'm sure we've all got well we've also got the testimonies where you know maybe we didn't feel like god was involved in inverted commas mm. but i don't i still don't think he isn't involved that's just our feelings towards yeah, the situation but actually feeling, we've also got it? those experiences banked up of where we are like I have there is absolutely no doubt if, if God hadn't intervened then I'd have been this that 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 or that and the list goes on mm. yeah. mm. I I was in a, a car accident a pretty nasty one going up the motorway years back uh, cut a very long story short um, well ultimately when we were rescued um, or you know when it was over the police said to us you know, ironically, you must have had someone looking down on you because that was how you got out of that. I don't know. And it was only about six months later, no longer than that, a few years later, I was walking down the street and I'm like, yeah, what was that all about? How did I get away with that? And I just, I think it was the Holy Spirit said to me, that was the prayers of a family friend that were prayed for you Whoa. years before you were even around. Well, before you were not before you were around, but before you know when you were like five or six, yeah. that was that was a prayer that a family friend prayed. That, that oh father, you know, look after Rob as he goes about his day. If he's ever in a car crash, well. God protect him. Send your angels to him, you know. Uh, and and he, he pointed it out to me. That's powerful. Uh, and and I'm, 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 I'm like, well, that I don't know what to do with that. I, I reckon. <laughs> oh, thank God, I suppose. I reckon <laughs> that when God goes through our life with us. He'll show us examples, of so. and there'll be many examples where we have not connected God with whatever yeah. we were delivered from, and 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 He will He will say to us that was that was Michael or whatever that you know I sent yeah. to to get you out of that hole. Well, Psalm ninety one says it was a favourite psalm, isn't it? Yes, at the moment, yes. It says that He gives His angels charge yes, over us, yes. so that to watch us in all of our ways, yes. so that our feet don't hit a stone. Amen. So that that us four here and the listener, we and every Christian, you need to read that. Either it's true or it's not. <laughs> this is how well, I see I mean, it. And, and the testimony that you gave that a, a church having had one of their members read out that psalm, then came to him afterwards. And when the service had finished, he said, "We don't believe that psalm here in this church." I mean, it's it's absolutely gobsmacking that that, that they would say that to him. Uh, and we're not saying these things 
to point fingers. That's not that's no, not the point. No. The point is is that it must it You've must sadden it must sadden you. It saddens me that 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 is that isn't. Just for example, the Psalm 91, that is a promise from God to all of us, yes. every Christian. In fact, every hu- well, no, every, I suppose everyone who believes in him, yes. that he will protect them. That's a, that's a promose. Mm-hmm. And, and yet they're going... their dwelling place. And yeah, so exactly. And yet people are going, Christians are going, people with God inside them are going, oh, I, don't, I don't, that's not for me. I'm like, well... That I'm sad for them. I'm not. I'm not pointing my finger at them. I'm saying I'm sad for you that you are then embracing that. And that you see, that's grace. And how do you access grace? By faith. By faith. So if you choose not to believe, then you're not going to get the benefit from it. End of argument. Yeah. I mean, why would any Christian want to not benefit from God's promises? I mean, interestingly, that account I had of the in the car, the car accident. I I don't know. I wasn't necessarily walking right with God. That was actually a prayer that someone had prayed yes. many years ago. So we can actually be as the, on this, like you've said before, Jeremy, this long leash. Yeah. <laughs> and bec- and he honours that. God honours. So even if like extended you feel like you, dogs you may have been extended, so to I speak, you know, you're yeah. still connected to him because yes. he's in you. You're not necessarily walking it out. That he, as far as he is concerned, he is fully inside you. He's not leaked out a little bit and gone and gone somewhere while you were going. Well, That's not how he works. Who knows? Put it this way, he might have said something prophetic about you, right? And basically, therefore, oh, that, that I see. prophecy is a promise for the future. Yeah. Look, God knows the, be- the end from the beginning. He knows who decide to follow his ways. So, in a, I can't understand it, he ensures that what has been spoken by a believer because it must have been if they were yeah. praying for you yeah yeah that if you ask anything in my name i will do it for you whatever and you're praying for a, a child you know your your nephew or even your son whatever then i will honor that prayer and and, and i will do it and and that's the wonderful thing god we're going to find out God is, will, uh, will, there'll be a whole long list of things that God has done that we have not mm. realised that he's been party to, to keep us, to protect us for a purpose. Now, the reality is that then you think, and I'm sure that's what you're thinking right now, Rob, then you think, well, if that's true, then you don't have to mix it with, with faith because it's, it's all grace. But somehow, I believe that we when we mix faith with grace we see a manifestation of that promise come before us whereas if we don't believe then it takes longer yeah and because i i i believe that i mean i know for myself that i've prayed stuff i didn't really believe it was almost like well i'll do it but i don't really believe it and God's honoured that. God has responded to that. And well, I suppose it's the it's a simple case. Well, you only have to have faith the size of a mustard yeah. seed, and that's all you need. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just a glimmer. The fact that you're praying is a Absolutely. demonstration of that faith. You believe. Yes, that you believe, yeah. even though there's a, a a party that's saying, "Well, you know, I don't expect anything from this, but yeah, I will go yeah. through the motions almost." But I do believe that when we mix faith 
with grace. We will see a manifestation. We'll speed up that manifestation. Yeah. Without any shadow of doubt. We'll speed it up. And we know anyway that when Jesus comes back, the body that you know will will be either very old or we might even be dead. Mm. Yeah? That we're raised from the dead. Yeah. We're in our graves at that time and we're given the new body. Yeah. So we're going to get that new body at some point in the future. But what he's saying is you can have that body now. Yeah. You can have divine healing now. Yeah. You can have what I had designed with Adam yeah. thousands of years ago that was stolen yeah. from him by Satan. Yeah. And he and, and Adam accepting the lie, don't forget. It wasn't just Satan. Satan suggested the lie and, and Adam and Eve embraced that line the rest is history and sin came in and that was the start of death and and death manifested in in, sick, in sickness form as it is now with COVID-19 but all this stuff all this stuff was paid for at Calvary and you know as we're on that subject now um, for the listener whoever that whoever the listener is what we're going through at the moment is a plan of action by our governments, and, and, and in this case it's the UK government, but it could be the Kenyan government, wherever you are, America, wherever you are. And we have listeners, by the way, in Kenya and America that listen to the podcasts. Um, they are coming up with their own solution for solving the problem of COVID-19, which at its source is Satan. Satan is the source of COVID-19 and they have their own solutions, their own plans of dealing with it. And I can promise you now that those plans will come to nothing. At the end of the day, they'll come to nothing. And the only solution is Jesus Christ. But unfortunately, the world in 99.9% cases rejects the message the good news message of the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ and in consequence they're going their own way and finding their own solutions yeah but we know that the only way that we can deal with COVID-19 is by believing his word Jesus was the word made flesh and as you shared Rob in Psalm 91 you know he's he promised us he years ago years ago through um, through David that he would that no plague would come near our door yeah. if we chose to believe his word yeah. but if we choose not to believe his word then guess what <coughs> not only will the plague come knocking on your door but you're going to be stupid enough to open the door and invite him in yeah. Amen. <laughs> and what we should be doing is get behind me Satan you're not coming in because the word says you will not come in so you stay outside Amen. I'm going to tell you a very short story about um, that faith sort of thing I remember I was in um, in Mexico and um, and I mistakenly foolishly got onto a, a fishing boat uh, only a small narrow one um, I thought I was going out with rods but it was actually had a net and, um, and I was I was kind of fooled into going onto it and, uh, and I wasn't very uh, switched onto it 
and uh, there was only one guy and he said, do you want to come out? So I went out, it seemed like a really nice local guy, it was in a place called Santa Filippi, which is, there's like, as Baja comes down, there's like a sea in there, it's called a Sea of Cortez, and it was, it was in there. And we, we went around the corner and he picked up two of his friends, and once they got in there and we went out on the water, suddenly I, I, could, I could sense that something mm. had changed. And all of a sudden, their nice smiling face mm. suddenly changed, and I realised I was in a demonic situation, right. and I was afraid, really afraid. And the water was like ice, uh, you know, like glass, and I couldn't see any shore or nothing. And there was like these black birds kind of landing around me, and I knew, I knew that that is the last wildlife I would ever see. They had already, one of them had already picked up an oar, and he was holding it in a way that he was going to hit me with it, wow. and the other one had picked up the anchor. And then the guy that was in charge that originally was sat at the other end there. And I knew it was just a matter of time. But the only thing is, because it was a narrow boat, they couldn't come at me. They had to come one at a time. Right. And that was the only hope I had. But I was out there for about three or four hours. So I was exhausted. The sun came out and I had to focus. I couldn't nap. I had to say completely focused. Couldn't fall asleep. Couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was, the sun was there. I'd had a little refreshment. And I was tired as anything. And I just knew that. But I knew that this was it, the end. And these guys were just waiting for me to sort of go like that. And I was within range. And anyway, and I was going, Lord, 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 if ever I need you, it's now. Yeah, right. And I swear to you, and this is the faith part, is suddenly the Lord drew my focus to this guy that didn't have a shirt on, that sat at the far end, the original guy. Mm. And he had a little wooden cross around his neck. A little wooden one that you buy in the gift shops. It was only five bucks or something, but it was round his neck. But it was shining at me. It was shining at me. And I knew that the Lord was speaking to me about somehow, and I didn't know how, but I just was transfixed on it. And do you know what I did? I just got up. I, you know, I just, the Lord just made me do it. I, I just got up and walked past these two guys. I said, excuse me, excuse me, I need to get past you. Excuse me, excuse me. I said, excuse me. I said, I really like that. I said, can I have it? Will you swap it for my watch? And he went, we don't need to rob this guy, we can just, it's quite a nice watch. Mm. I took the watch, I turned around and the guys were just like, how did you just walk right past us? And how has this happened? And I sat down and the presence of Satan had gone and it was like, they were just taking me back to the shore to drop me off. And as soon as my feet hit the shore, I fell down and just went straight to sleep because I was exhausted. Wow. But what I mean is, there was no other way for me out of that apart from going yeah. to sleep and that would have been, then I would have been in the water. It was a supernatural. It was incredible. But what I'm saying wow. is, if the Lord shows you something, just, just, just do it. Mm. Just do it. Because, you know, he does, in, he does cross over into our world and, yeah, you know what I mean. So I you didn't pro you didn't process that, did you? I mean, obviously, you're in a no, very no, difficult no. situation. I just, I just you didn't think walked. it through too much. I wasn't Peter on the water. I just stepped out. Obviously nothing sure, as sure. grand as that. Sure. Obviously not as like that. But what I mean is when those moments happened, somehow or another, you, didn't hesitate, you just did don't you? hesitate. No. Because if those boys had seen me saying, oh, are they going to, you know, but the fact that I just got up and just walked straight through well, them without even, and, and, work, it and just so the point you're making is with, with Peter, you know, he, he, his focus was on Jesus. Off. Yes. But then came and on. he walked on, he yes, walked on water. Yes, it's when he took his eyes off Jesus and yeah, looked at the storm that's right. that he started to sing. Exactly. You didn't look at the problem. No, exactly. You were focused on... But it was all the Lord, you know what I mean? It was all the Lord to give me that. But I'm mean, so grateful that he did. But yeah. if I would have just started to walk forward, they would have been all like this. I mean, that yeah. anchor, you know, it was about that big. 
you know, mm. and uh, you know, one of them round you, you, you know, you know about yeah. it. Yeah. And um, and there was nobody, you know, I couldn't see the land. I'd have been over the side after yeah, they'd yeah. had what I'd got, and that would have been the end of it. I see. Wow. And um, but. Have they was... sort of shown any aggression before then, or were they just sort of waiting it out? Not, not well. I was not when they first picked me up. But yeah. once we'd got out and the the land had gone, oh yeah, they they picked the thing up. They held it in the way that they would hold a sword. Yeah. They were cut, they were waiting to get to me, but I I let them know in my eyes that you know I'm I, I'm taking at least one of you with me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they had to say to themselves, "Is it worth it?" Type. Well, they had probably had to say to themselves, "We'll catch him when he's not ready." Yeah, mm. or right. Catch him when he falls asleep. Yeah, or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. But you well, know, I'm just saying. I know, I know it's weird. So no, it's good. The, the theme of our time together, guys, is is basically. The supernatural what we're talking Amen. about is and, and we started our time together by talking about how we're going to touch people's lives now we use the facilities that are available to us in the world right now like podcasts mm. like the internet mm. um, like writing blogs yeah. and hoping that someone might read the blog and, and 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 god will speak to them yeah and and you know you're in competition with about how many other blogs that are in the True. that are in the internet and as as andrew shared this morning that um with jesus he didn't try to get followers to get people interested in no. in what he, he was doing no he just simply he simply healed the sick and word got out into the town and as was described in, the, in in what Andrew was saying the whole town came to Peter's house because they'd heard this amazing story about someone being healed and and they wanted they had their own problems mm. and they could see that this man possibly had the solution Absolutely. and what did Jesus do do he healed all the sick he did so how many people would heal who knows um, and what we're what we believe God is saying to us this afternoon is that he is looking for willing vessels that are prepared to believe what Jesus Christ has done for them on the cross absolutely to understand that they have Christ in them, the hope of glory. To understand yeah. that they have the same power that rose Amen. Jesus from the dead inside of them. And it's just a case of allowing Jesus Christ yes. out to yes. touch people's lives yeah. and meet the needs, whatever needs they may be. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. feeding the hungry, yeah. physically, yeah. feeding the 5,000, yeah. yeah. and miraculously five loaves and two fishes are enough to feed 5,000. Exactly. Or whether it's yeah. raising the dead, whether it's giving the eyesight back to the blind, hearing yeah. to the deaf, speech back to the mute, making the lame walk, whatever the problem is, Jesus yes. is the solution. And what's fascinating, isn't it? I often think of this, and I've said it a few times before, but I forget, I can get into that mindset, because you do in life, that actually God will always work what we term supernatural. Always. Mm. That's how he works. Yeah. He doesn't... He doesn't do things 
mm. how everyone else in the world <laughs> does mm. them. If you and you say, how do you know that? Well, if you look at Jesus, all right, if Jesus needed money, what did he do? Remember what he did when he needed money? Well, yeah, he got he got the fish to open its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that your first thought when you need money? <laughs> My point being that, and and the and one John four says that as he is, so are we yes, in this world. Yes. You said the righteous shall live by faith. This is this is our DNA now. Mm. Is that we are people who are different. We don't think like everyone else. No. We think like Jesus. You say, well, how did Jesus think? Well, you read his account, the account of his life, and you and you put yourself there. You go, well, how much do you have thought when someone said? You know, where's your money? Where's your taxes? You know, and he went, well, go and open the mouth of a fish. You know, so what's he thinking there? Well, he's thinking, my father's going to look after me. When he's lying on a boat with the water coming in yeah. over him, and he's fast asleep, and his disciples are panicking. Yep. Jesus is going, he's fast asleep. He's not even panicking. Yeah. He doesn't even know about it. And yet he's cool. How calm. dare you fall asleep? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he is, so he's sinking as he's asleep. He's probably thinking, or as he wakes up, he's probably thinking, what are you on about? What's your problem? And we're going, what's your problem? <laughs> but he's going, what's your problem? Have you, your have, little faith, he says. Have you learned nothing in your time? Exactly, good point, because it was just prior to that that he fed the 5,000. Yeah. And he saw God provide. They all saw God provide. You're like, And so there's that rest. And boy, we're striving to enter that rest. I'm striving to enter that rest, where actually we go... It is done, it is finished, it's provided for. God is good, he's not angry, he's not He's not against me, he's for me. And I think Father is saying to us about the times that we've been out in the parks and wherever we've been, wanting to demonstrate the power, the goodness of God, his mm. love and, and his power. Yeah, And we haven't seen the breakthroughs we have seen some, we have. but we haven't seen the breakthroughs that yep. we would expect yep. to see. Yep. He's saying that's because you haven't rested in me. Mm, you absolutely. Have, you've tried too hard. Absolutely right. You've tried too hard. Yep. Let go. It's well, not about Really you. good point. Really good. Sorry, you're going to say something, Bill? Yeah, no, yeah, I was just wondering to myself, yeah, what, what do you kind of do to make these things manifest, like healing and, yeah, I was just that, that message of, not trying, kind of, um, from what you were saying about Jesus, just staying asleep on the boat and yeah, brilliant. Not not try, but trust. Yeah, so it's yeah. a very common yeah. expression that you might hear. Yeah, never, tr as in try. Yeah. And believe me, I have tried. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've tried to the extent where I've given up. I've tried. I've stopped. The, what you said last week was just letting the man die or something. Just, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kind of, you know, to spread the word, spread the message. It, would be good to be able to say you know you have seen healing or you've had something healed yourself so I like, I like guess what it. with a testament it's going to happen yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to happen because they, they seem to play it down a bit but one of the first few times I went out mm. um, I mean I'll never forget it there was um, <laughs> we were talking to a couple a young couple mm. And uh, well, I, I was small back, but um, these guys were talking oh, to right, this couple the park, yeah. and um, and we just got to the part where um, we were, uh, Jeremy and Rob were saying, you know, God can heal you, you know, if you've got, a, a, and really get into the crux of the matter. Mm. And at that exact moment, this guy comes past, right, and says, you need he to like listen. He was on a bike. He was on a bike, mm. right? And he goes, hey, you two, 
you need to listen to what these guys are saying. Talking to the, to the, the people we're talking yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, and Sid, a um, couple of weeks back, whenever it was, you know, I couldn't walk because I'm not sure what the exact problem was. He had a, he had a mobility scooter. Yeah. He'd, he'd, broken, he'd broken his left leg mm. and it was all in plaster. Yeah, and he said, you know, oh, it was so much better, you know what I mean? God, he knew in his heart to the point where he had to stop and mention it. Well, what, what, what he yeah. said, what he said was that, and this is important for the for the listener, for all of us to, to remember this, that um, when when we, by faith, we because we were social distancing, we were respecting that, yeah. and we just spoke to the leg, didn't we? Yeah, while he was sat on the bench. We just spoke yeah. to the leg. We pointed to the leg, and we mm. commanded healing. Yeah. Nothing manifest there and then. He didn't go oh, and start running down. You know, and I can remember when we left him, you know, and he was really grateful that we'd spent time with him. And Rob and I went on and then, and Rob went back to the car and I was walking back along the high street. And this, this guy came by on his mobility scooter. He didn't recognize me and I, and I thought, where's the healing? <laughs> right. And then the next couple of weeks later, as, as Steve has just shared, this guy testified that that night, that very night when he got home, so after was, we prayed for after him. we prayed for him that night he was laying in bed and as he was laying in bed he felt the power of god Amen. come upon him yes. that's amazing and and, mm. and the pain went and the and he, he, he said did he, he say said he said the pain the pain when went, he was lying in bed and he, he could sense the, the the power going through his leg yeah no that and that that we didn't put any words in his mouth no. at all to say what's it like what's that nothing like that but he, he, was, he volunteered he, that and he yeah. was cycling a, yeah, and then he was cycling. a, a yeah. bike so yeah. he was using his legs yeah. to pedal along i mean obviously it's real because he won the timing yeah, was, it was just astonishing yeah it was but two he stopped and pointed to because yeah. they were two young students weren't they yeah and he pointed to just listen to these guys. They are the <laughs> real deal, he yeah. said. We've never had that before, have we? No. We've never no. actually had anyone say I had to say that when no, you no, said no. that we haven't seen as much. I mean, I'm not being funny, but um, I, that, you know, I'll always remember that. Yeah. And so I think that was quite extraordinary. It was just the way it was so set up. I know. It was just so it set was. up. It was like if we had got to that part of the conversation and then we were waiting for him to come in, that it was... Yeah, that, that was well, the time what, we ushered him in. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that, wasn't it? It was. What we were testifying yeah. was the cross, and I was saying to them, not only were your sins forgiven, but you were also healed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, As I said exactly. that, that's where the, well, no. that's where well, the you cycle can't, you, can't, you can't make that. No, <laughs> you can't make it up. That sort of thing, I, I really always find point. it extraordinary. Good, good. I'm glad you mentioned that, or reminded us of that, Steve, because it is a good example, isn't it, of how you can't, in inverted commas, work this. No, you no. can't. And believe no. me, I have tried, tried for many, many years on my own to work it. And I saw, I saw people healed. I saw lots of people healed, but I saw lots of people not healed as well. And those are the ones who I was trying to, I wasn't at rest. I was involved yeah. in that, pro in the yes. sense of, mm. but, so what we do, and again, I know this is really focused on healing, you just minister to the person, and then you go step back, step back, and go, and go, God's and, your, and your you job know, now. And you know what, as in that example that we've just given, you might not see a manifestation yeah. there and then, but don't worry about it. We've talked about Absolutely. this many times before. Really important. We've, we've done our bit. We've ministered. Job done. Job done. Exactly. Be, be, because otherwise, it becomes. And, and can't you employ this to every situation in life? We've been talking about it. You pray, 
And then you go, oh, I've not seen an instant answer. Yes. So I'm going to try and... We don't say this, mm. but then we go and take it into our own hands. Mm. I'm so we found our own solution, it, don't we? I, I'm done with that. I, I, you know, ha I'm happily confessed that I am done with that. I will, I will never do that again because I've tried my hardest to solve situations myself and it has only resulted in unpeace, mm. <laughs> if that's the word. Well, not only that, but whatever solution we come up with, it's second best. Well, it's, not even, it's not even a solution, Jeremy, well, most oh of the time, is it? I mean, it might be... I mean, if you were to look it's at a short my life, short-term solution, maybe. Yeah, I've said it before. If you look at my life, you'll probably say, maybe we could all say the same thing. Mm. We've got wonderful things. I've got a wonderful family, but then if you really dig down and go, yeah, but are you at peace, Rob? I'm like, oh, I, I am more so than ever before, but that's because I'm stepping out of the way and I haven't got to sort mm. and solve every problem that comes my way. My, my instinct is to, my mind wants to, my soul wants to, but now I've learned, even in the last couple of weeks. You got to sort this, and I say that to him. So you got. To, I'm not sorting this out because if I get involved, it goes pear shaped. And Paul said, <laughs> "I've learnt to be at peace in all circumstances." Mm. He learnt. It was a process. Yeah. It was a process where God reveals Himself to us in a naturally supernatural way, and it's like when we earlier on when we didn't we weren't recording it, but the prayer. Where we ask, you know, John 14, 14, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. If, if, we, if we have a situation that we pray to God about, we leave it with him. Mm. He will provide the perfect solution. The yeah. problem is we get in the way and we come away and we demonstrate we don't believe that he's actually going to deliver it because we think about our own strategy of how we're going to solve that problem. And, and as you said, Rob, invariably, it's it, all we're doing is making it worse. Well, it's, it, it reminds me. I don't. But that was you said it was a good one. But it's my my late Michelle when she's in the swimming pool, wanting to lay on her back. Oh, oh, great. Yeah. She was, yes. Once she stopped flapping and rested. So, so, so explain the whole explain story. Explain it because the, the listener. Oh, for the listener. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, my my late uh, lady, she passed away now. But when she was alive, um, she used to swim, and that's where I met her. And um, she, but she couldn't swim on her back, and she wanted to because um, she had a bad neck. Um, so I tried to show her like a child. I'd hold her head and hold her back, so she would just float. And I was trying to get her to just rest in, on my hands and keep her feet still and her arms still, and just trust, mm. trust the water and trust mm. my hands. Um, but she couldn't for a long time, and she'd be flapping and flapping and doing her legs, mm. and it basically was just making us. It was making. It, it hindering, and let's say the same thing for God, it hinders God uh, wow, doing his it? thing in our lives because we're trying yeah, to get involved. Perfect. When actually the key is to trust, it's to trust, let it go, let it back, and let go. But it's not just letting go, as in, um, I'm not gonna, it is not worrying about it. But the reason, and maybe others don't think like this, but this is how I think because I can delegate a problem to someone and actually. The reason I trust it's going to be okay is because I'm not dealing with it. Right. That's right. cool, right. and that's good. But actually, we need to go a step further and we, go. Yeah. I'm delegating it yes. to my father, who is good mm. and will sort it for yeah, me. He will, mm. he will solve it for yeah, me, so I don't have to. Mm. Yeah. I don't have to keep. And then, then my natural brain goes, "Yeah, but how? How is he going to solve it?" So you've got to tell that to shut up. Mm. I learned to just shut up. 
I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah. You've not helped me for 48 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're so clever now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's see how big you are now. Right. So I, I just, and I do, I talk to him. And David, in Psalm 103, if, if you, you could, you maybe didn't read this into it, Bill, when you read it, maybe you did. But, the, you know, when he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name, he's talking to himself. He's saying, soul, mm. emotions, mm. mouth, mm. you bless God. He, he, mm. that, that's what he was intending on conveying. Mm. It wasn't this, because we made it into a beautiful song now. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And you mm. forget about the essence of it. Mm. The essence of it, he's saying, soul, shut up. Emotions, shut up. You bless God. He's, mm. he's forgiven you all your iniquity. He's healed mm. all your diseases. The mm. soul, shut up. Mm. Bless him. Mm. It's good. It's good news, isn't it? That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. So we have to learn to do that. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally, as we speak, learning as we learning how to do that. Yeah. All right, I think that's a good place to, to finish. So thanks for listening and um, look forward to sharing some time with you again in the near future. In the 